In this episode of the Rebel Entrepreneur Coaching Series, there are adult themes and swear words. So please be careful. If you're listening to this in your car with your kids in the back seat, maybe listen to a different episode and come back to this one. Adult content is coming up. So welcome back to the Rebel Entrepreneur Coaching Series, where I'm with Jamie talking everything about Kickstarters, launching new products, and getting going. The extraordinary belongs to those that create it. Rebelling against business plans and debt, rebelling against what society expects of us to build cool businesses, make money, have fun, and do good. Let's create something extraordinary together. Welcome to The Rebel Entrepreneur. Jamie, welcome back to the show. It's so good to have you here. Hi, Alan. Yeah, it's super fun. And whoa, I mean, nobody knows, but we can see each other this time where we couldn't before. So it's a whole new experience for me. I have like a, <laughs> like a live coach, not just a mystery voice, unless you want to cut that out to keep the mystery of podcasting alive. <laughs> no, well, Zencaster is the piece of software we use to record the podcast and they've just upgraded to having video as well. So it's very exciting. I will actually be able to see guests' faces. And when I do that awkward bit where I stare at people, it will feel more real for everyone listening and you. <laughs> so, <laughs> And as we, as we discussed, and you can, you know, leave this or not, do warn them that there will be video. Do warn your guests that there will be video <laughs> so they can put in their teeth, uh, fix their hair, a little bit of blush. I'm all good. I am all good. I feel like that's what I should be doing before my podcast now as well. Um, so look, anyway, enough of that. Let's talk about your Kickstarter for the Mandy Nine comic book. Okay, so I had sent you like a little plan of where I'd be each week. Uh, we decided a little schedule. So let me just read what I sent you. January 28th. Okay, it's the 30th. So all this stuff is for sure done. January 28th, week before pre-launch. Landing pages up, newsletter is set up, cover and four interior pages are done. Kickstarter image and promotion level illustrations, done. Newsletter sign up, lead magnet is created, thinking of a coloring page, thoughts. Women in horror marketing begins in full swing next week. That was what I wrote you, would be done for this week with all the high energy. Where do you think I'm going with this, Alan? What do you think I'm going to say next? <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I think you're going to tell me it's all done and it's going well, but I, I definitely have nerves in my belly. Okay. Okay. Some of it is done. Some of it is done. Some of it is not done. <laughs> <laughs> Some is not done. I was very excited when I wrote That's this. life. That's yeah. definitely life. Yeah. I feel like, you know, I'm definitely going to go over the things I've done. Maybe this week we can do time management. I just want to say to all of the <laughs> listeners, I just have to say to all your listeners who have kids, I do not have kids. Everyone who has kids, you are fucking amazing. I cannot believe that you exist on this planet with children and somehow manage to feed yourself, feed them, not kill them, not kill yourself, get anything done, have a job. Do you work out and have kids? How do you do it? Because I'm a single lady and I'm having so much trouble managing working out my day job cleaning my house, getting groceries and doing this Kickstarter. It's so much. Now I'm not like, oh, what was me? Like, I definitely am excited to figure out how to do it. But I just had to put in there that like, I don't even have fucking kids. And it's like, 
where does time go? Like, what is time? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. And I don't watch shows and I don't play video games. So if anyway, we're all working towards something in our lives. Mine is to be a full-time artist. So hopefully that like, I won't need a day job and I can just put that 40 hours into making art. Uh, but right now, day job, art career, also trying to stay healthy and fit. Something's got to give. And also like you do... I'm not saying like it's good to not watch shows or play video games. Please don't get me wrong. You do need to enjoy life. You know, you do need to like take time mm -hmm. off and, and even schedule it in. And I'm about to make your podcast very like relevant to the time that we are in uh, COVID. It's COVID now. There's a giant plague across the whole earth and we're all stuck inside. So I have time. It's not like I'm even <laughs> seeing friends. Could you imagine if there was no COVID and I like had big concerts to go to, art galleries to walk in, beers to drink? Like, could you imagine? So even without that, I still find it really hard to get everything done in a day. So let's talk about that, Alan. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I did do. <laughs> so I, I was sure that I was going to, I did my Kickstarter like promo image. Um, and I really like it because I was always saying like, oh, did I pick the right, you know, comic to do because I'm all about women in horror and this has a horror ending, but it's like a, a comic about a robot girl and all the marketing and everything is kind of looks more cyberpunk and sci-fi. So I decided I know what I'll do on my Kickstarter image. I'll have my cute little robot girl with like her hand on her face and blood all over her hand and it's dripping down her chest. So it's just like, and it's super bright and color colorful. That's oh, like my, wow. my style. Uh, I'll send it to you after so you can take a look. So I thought, oh, someone's scrolling through. They'd be like, oh, cool, cute cartoon robot. Wait a minute. Why is her hand all red? And then I won't, you know, that will get attention. That. And I that's the so. purpose. Yeah, it's the purpose. And I was like, oh, I'm giving away, you know, the lead of the, the whole point of the comic. But it's like, if I say it's horror, someone's going to die. Like, they're going to fit. Like, it's a 14 page comic. They're going to figure out what's going to happen. <laughs> probably two pages in, you know, like, it's not a big mystery. So I thought, okay, I have that. I have a write up. I have my bio landing page go. But if you want a landing page, oh, here, this is very useful to anyone who's starting a Kickstarter. If you want your landing page, just the landing page with just a little follow this, you know, Kickstarter, this campaign, you have to have your campaign approved mm -hmm. fully. And to have it approved fully, you know, you have to have every part of the campaign done. And I am at four inked pages and an inked cover, not colored. I thought I'd have those all done. I have the levels we talked about, but I want to talk about them more. I could probably put up like um, a rough of everything and change it. There's probably no problem with that. But a real human person looks at every Kickstarter campaign that comes in, a real human person, and they make that decision of, is this going to be a project we love or not? So if I wait like this weekend and finish up everything, this week, rather than having launched it like, you know, just to get it done for this podcast, so you'd be super proud of me and like pat me on the back and be like, Jamie, you're awesome. I thought, you know what, I'm going to really finish the campaign this weekend so that I can get it into their system like complete because I would rather wait a few days and have them love it. Hopefully, right. Projects we love feminist horror comic. And then maybe like they'll put the little projects we love sticker on it. Now that's a big hope. It's a big dream, but it could happen. I don't know. We shall see. So that's why. So it's not why that's not done. It's not done. The why is because I'm terrible at time management. And uh, yeah. So there was a huge amount in that opening section a massive amount so let's sort of dig in here so the aim of this week is to get the basic kickstarter page the landing page where everyone will come to buy the levels done 
ready so that we can start to promote, start to get it out. That's the basic goal. Yes. I'm nodding my head and obviously nobody can see that. Yes, that is, that is correct. <laughs> yes. The new downside of video, don't expect people to see the nods because we're not actually releasing the video. That's what I do all the time. I put a thumbs up or do something like that and no mm-hmm. one can hear it in the audience. <laughs> so that's the goal. And I think the first thing I'd like to say is you are incredible at thinking through every step. The email you sent me is all the way through to the end and every step in between. So it's the launch, it's the promotion, it's the the dead zone in the middle, the final days, it's done, the post-mortem. You've thought through everything, which is very impressive. Now, there's a slight downside to that, which it can be quite overwhelming when you look at everything that has to be done. And I think there's a balance because it's good to know all the steps and it's good to know that stuff. And then afterwards, I don't know if you've had this thing. Let's say you're going somewhere new. You're going to a new restaurant. You've never been there before. When you leave the house, you get in the car. It's pitch black. You turn on the car lights. How far can you see in front of you? Just a little bit, just just for the light stop. Yeah, just a little bit for the light stop. But you kind of trust the road keeps going. Uh, (laughs) And maybe Google Maps is telling you the road keeps going. And Google Maps or whatever it is you use is telling you, like, just keep going this way and trust we'll get there. And you trust that as those lights move slowly forwards, you'll see more of the road, you'll see more of the road, and it'll become apparent and you'll make decisions as you go as to where you're going. And that way of thinking can really help reduce the overwhelm and the stress for the bigger projects, because all we need to focus on is the next action. And what's the next step? And the next step is add that cover art. And then once we've done the cover art, we go, what's the next step? And it is to fill out the section about the different levels. And then the next step, and we kind of trust that we know roughly the end goal. Like we know we're going to sell comic books. That's where we're headed. And I love that you have such a clear image of where you're going. I think that is incredible. And we just need to one step at a time and almost, I'd like to turn off the lights around you so that it's pitch black so that you can only see the next step. I mean, that would be wonderful. And then you go, well, okay, I'll just focus on that one next step. It's incredible when you break it down to a set of next steps and you just keep going, okay, just add the header to the website, done. Just add the paragraph to the website, done. And it's incredible how much progress you make when you start driving and only focus on the next hundred meters. Okay. I've heard this analogy. I agree. I do agree with it completely. I think we talked about this before, how I'm very scattered and I have not been like diagnosed with ADHD or anything, and I'm not going to like self-diagnose myself, but I definitely have like a very scattered brain. So I find, and cause you're like, oh, your plan is so like laid out. Yeah. Cause without a plan, I am fucked. I got to tell you just this morning, I'm like, okay, I have to work out. I have to get groceries. I have to do a walk. I have to like do the thing with Alan. I have, didn't do the, so my brain is like going a million miles an hour. I have like, I'm like, do I work out before I go get groceries or is the walk to the groceries my warm up? Like it was ridiculous. So at one point I had my pants on to go for a walk because it's very cold. I live in Canada, minus 15 right now for your Americans. That's like a minus a million. So once I had the pants on, I was like, just make, just make this decision that you have your warm pants on. Go get the fucking groceries. So I did. I, I was able to say just like whatever decision you make, 
gym before or like a, a workout before walk or workout after walk. It's fine. It's fine decision. Just make it. So I did. But do you see like what is wrong with me? <laughs> like, do you see? So I need that. Like if I, <laughs> if everything's in the ether, just floating around, I won't get anything done. So for me, yes, I'm getting in the car. I'm only going to focus on the next step, but I had to write that step down. Like my life before Google Maps was get lost all the time. My life after Google Maps is, yeah, super trusting that like I'm going to turn there because that lady on my phone told me to. Do you see? Do you see the the mix of the two? Mm, yes. One thing I caught from when you've been speaking is your list of have tos. You seem to have a huge list of have tos for every day. Yeah, I do uh, have a little bullet journal. And in the morning, I write down like my list. But what's great about the bullet journal is that it's meant to like, if you don't finish something for the day, you write it the next day. And what that does is be like, do you really, is this really important? You're writing it every, quite a few days in a row. Maybe you don't want to do it at all. So yeah, but I do have these have tos. I'm very into the musts and shouldn'ts. I'm working on it with my therapist, but I definitely do go there a lot. Yes. And I think this is something that my wife, Katie, had a huge challenge with was her list of musts and shoulds was so gigantic every day. It caused her so much stress. It stressed us out and she became overwhelmed and stressed. And the really interesting thing we noticed was the more musts, the more shoulds, the more stress, the less we actually got done. And there's a thing that we've been thinking about recently, which is like a Zen productivity like uh, I'm calm and relaxed, but I'm still doing things. Because I think Katie's default way of getting herself to do things was making giant lists, stressing about it all, and then putting pressure to get it done. And we've actually discovered that stops us doing as much because we get stressed, we have problems, mm -hmm. we get arguments, all sorts of things happen. Yeah. And we don't make as much progress. Whereas when we kind of relax and effortlessly go, well, what's the one main thing we want to do? Start there and then just start doing things and building on it. We make a lot more progress each day. So I guess one of the things I'm hearing is the stress and pressure to do these big lists. And you you sound like you have a lot of lists and lists are a good thing. I love lists. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I, I love a, a good list. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Massive. You know what makes me really excited? When someone comes to me and goes, Alan, I need your help on my business. I have a list of questions. Oh, yes. And I hear that and I go, ooh, yes, bring me that list. <laughs> we can make progress. I think it's the way we look at the lists and the have to, the pressure, the stress that comes around it that actually slows us down. And being relaxed and focusing on, let's just do that first minor next step. And I don't know. Have you ever, we've got David Allen from Getting Things Done coming on the main podcast soon, which I'm super excited about. Have you ever read or looked at any of his stuff, Jamie? Yeah, of course. I love that book. I mean, the bucket lit or the, the tickler file. Yeah, I know. I love David. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's been a while since I listened to it, but I should probably revisit. Yeah. He's fantastic. Um, one of the things that had the biggest impact on my life was looking at the lists and noticing whether things are projects or next actions. And that was one of the biggest distinctions. And the project would be get Kickstarter landing page done. That's a project. That's actually quite a large project, as you've just discovered. <laughs> yes. How many things on your list are projects versus actions? Mm. 
all of them. <laughs> like literally, like I just glance over at it on my screen. It's pretty project based. <laughs> pretty project based. Yeah, pretty project based. Which is based. actually quite tough to tick off a project. Yes. Whereas it's easy to tick off a next action and keep things moving. Yes. I think maybe one of the things that's happening is you have this list of projects you want to do each day. And then it's a little bit more difficult to tick those projects off, whereas you'll feel a lot happier and a lot more comfortable if they're broken down into next actions, which is just your 100 meter stuff. And then you can kind of just start to chip away at it, make progress, get the next 100 meters done, and you'll feel more comfortable and relaxed that you're making progress. Whereas like some of the projects I have on my list, like launch new website, that's a huge project. That's not a 10 minute job. Yeah, yeah, that was on my fucking list too, PS. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I, just didn't, I just didn't tell you, but that was also one of them. It's like, I, I didn't get part of it done, so there you go. I'll say this, and this isn't like to counteract anything, I'm just adding this in. Everything that was super time sensitive got done. I was very good in high yes. school about doing my homework the night before and getting a very good grade. And I guess I've trained my brain to do things at the last minute and do them well. But I could have, mm. where was that adrenaline rush? Why couldn't I have, you know, done it slowly every day a little bit? So for example, one of the things on the list was February's Women in Horror Month. I made an online event to share the hashtag yes. uh, Women in Horror Month 2021. And uh, the, the Women in Horror Month people also obviously have trouble with deadlines because they only got the event page up like yesterday. So I said, but I, I did it, submitted my event. Um, <laughs> and I had, I made a graphic for it. I came up with 28 prompts for people to do, you know, I've been promoting it. Wow. So I sent it and I've already started doing like drawing some prompts. So uh, we all know I'm weird, right? We've talked about that. I'm weird. Your viewers can't see, but I wear a lot of black and have tattoos. You can't see it either because of the sweater. But anyways, I'm a weirdo. So what comes next uh, will not surprise you. I'm into like weird esoteric things. So this weekend, I'm in a virtual art show. There's like this online esoteric conference. It happens in different cities, but for COVID reasons, it's happening online. And um, I was like, oh, I've been to this before. I pitched to them to do another like you know, hashtag for artists for the weekend. He loved it. I made graphic and everything. So I pitched that. Plus there's an online art show of just certain artists that he picked that had uh, showed before and I showed before. So now I'm in this online art show. Super cool. Someone already asked me for a print. Love it. So I did all that cool. in a day, right? Because there was time. It had to be for Thursday so they could get it up Friday. And then I'm also part of uh, another uh, group, which won't surprise anyone, the Satanic Temple, it's more of an activist group. We don't really believe in Satan. But the point is, it's like activism, body autonomy. And it's also like a social group for people who are into like left-leaning political activism. And I was like, oh, there's like a Satanic holiday coming up. You know, organize an art show. So I did another uh, on February, like Valentine's Day weekend. There's another, you know, esoteric kind of art show that I've organized online, of course. So I did these three things that all were very time sensitive. And now the stuff that like... I would like to just get done and not be rushed all the time. I'm having trouble doing it. And it's almost like when it's for somebody else, I get it done. Cause I'm like, I told them I would have this done. It's fucking done. Like for the satanic temple event, it's also like a social event and an art show. And they said, well, we need, you know, the English version so that we can translate it. And I was like, okay, done English version of it. And like, I just, if someone else is going to be affected by my lateness, I always get it done. 
But when it's just me, it's like I keep pushing my own stuff aside. Uh, yeah. So thoughts. <laughs> There's so much there. <laughs> I know, right? Number one is the focus bit. Your focus is on the other people's events and doing those things, which a couple of them tie into what we're doing and they could help definitely. Your focus is not necessarily on your own project and your own goal. And I would say that you are doing things that are fun and nice to have rather than the sort of breakdown must-haves to make the project work. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a definitely a focus piece which we can talk about. The deadline piece is really interesting because you've got a deadline. If I'm going to be in this event, they need it back today. It's done. I'll just write it. And we need to find a way for you to be able to do that with your own projects without having to have the stress of the deadline. So starting on the thing that's going to make you the most progress rather than starting on the thing that's most pressing because someone else has decided it needs to be done today. And I think that's really interesting where your focus has gone. So I guess my key piece of advice here is working out, you've got your bullet journal, which I absolutely love. Maybe the night before working out what's the one thing or the one next action that is going to help me make the most progress on my number one goal. And I'm assuming your number one goal at the moment is the Mandy nine Kickstarter project. Yes. I mean, that's, that's the main goal of my life right now. It's like on my bathroom mirror with all my other little like mantras that I say to myself in the morning, um, which I'll cool. share with you because then they lose their power. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that's number one goal is to get like this Kickstarter launch. I can't be responsible if it's funded, right? I'm trying to be like, because what I'm doing is a lot of pro no. promotional things to be like, but, uh, uh, you know, it's not going to get funded. But yeah, I can't be responsible if it doesn't get funded. That's not up to me, but I can get it launched. That's yes, that's my main creative goal right now and life goal. And that is fantastic because you're right. You can't be responsible for other people buying. You can only be responsible for launching, putting it out into the world and making progress. And then the rest is kind of up to the universe, which is the scary <laughs> but exciting bit because you never know what's going to happen. But you that's don't. the whole point of these mini experiments is to do it. So it's deciding on what's the number one action that's going to move me towards getting that project done and then starting the day with that one thing. And it's probably only a small thing, like write the levels, do the title for the landing page, whatever it is. That is the first task before any of this other stuff. And it's that sequencing that's going to help you make progress through it. And we'll get on to the the other bits. I think it's fantastic you've done them. They're the nice-to-haves. Mm -hmm. Does that kind of makes sense to you with the choosing the one thing that's going to help you make progress first. Yeah. And then my brain is like, great, pick one each day today, starting now, <laughs> like, like plan out, <laughs> plan out the roadmap, place the thing on each day. Like why the night before, why not just right now after this call, I just plan out the next 28 days of my life, you know, and then also 28 years. And then also like, yeah, so please stop me. <laughs> please help. <laughs> because things change, yeah. stuff changes, and you're going to do the title. Or let's say you've done this image for the front. You're going to upload it and write the title on the page. And you're going to look at it and go, okay, I need a different text. And then you're going to do that. And then you're going to go, actually, I want to go this route with it. And at each point, you're going to make new and better decisions because the Jamie that is here today 
is not yet as smart as the Jamie that will be here tomorrow because Jamie tomorrow will have done the stuff today and learned some lessons and grown. And Jamie tomorrow, we need to trust tomorrow, Jamie, that she will make better choices and she will then decide where to go next. And Jamie three days from now will be even smarter because she will have learned more and made more progress. And this is what is exciting. Alan in a year's time will hopefully be so much better than current Alan and will make better decisions. And I just have to trust that future Alan is going to make better decisions because if I try and make all the decisions now, I'm going to make them based on my current knowledge, my current learning, my current understanding, and I won't make the decisions I need in the future because things change, shit happens, and I will get smarter. Ooh, I like this. I do like this. So future Jamie, do you trust her? Yeah, she seems like a cool chick. Trust her. (laughs) (laughs) I would trust her, definitely. So all I want you to do is make the decision what you will do the next day, and then trust that from doing that thing, you will learn something, and then you will make a better decision for the next day. Because if we try and plan your entire life out now, I guarantee everything will change in five days and you'll be going, all that work was wasted and I need to come up with a new plan. So let's trust Jamie. Okay. Jamie, I trust you. And uh, let's do this. I'm telling this to future Jamie when she hears this. It'll be like, thanks, Jamie, (laughs) of the past. I'm glad you put faith in me. We totally did this. Yeah. And that's the key to this stuff is learning and improving as we go, making the best decisions we can on a daily basis and keep pushing forward. And that's all there is because it's great that you've got a plan. I love that. And now let's just push through it because I guarantee this will change as we go through. Plans are fantastic and they change as you go. Yeah, I love this. So I'm just going to share my my weekly therapy revelation with you and the audience. I was thinking this week, how, oh man, like my life's going pretty good right now. I mean, despite COVID and everything, like in this COVID world, like life's pretty good. Work's gotten less stressful, you know, this, this, that. Boy, I'm so scared for when things start to go bad. And then I stopped myself and I was like, dude, <laughs> <laughs> like life, there's not some magical, like, even though I just said I was like esoteric, there's not like this magical God in, in the sky who's deciding like you are good and now you're going to have an easy life or you were bad. I'm going to have some bad times ahead. Like shit will always happen. And cause I have like a high anxiety and I suffer depression. So even like cool, happy things make me stressed as the audience can hear with my panicked voice. So I was like, everything is working out and you're stressed. You will always be stressed. There'll always be stresses in life. What's important is, are you going to look at all these events in your life and make the best of them? Or are you going to, you know, see them as negative and, and make the worst of them? So I, I was like, yeah, good or bad, shit is going to come. I have to make that decision of, am I going to make the best of what just happened? Am I going to turn those negatives into a positive? So that was my, my revelation. It kind of kind of fits with this, just trusting like, hey, yeah, shit's going to happen. But when it comes, you'll deal with it when it comes. It's never going to get easy. That's okay. Yes, there is only one group of people who don't have problems and they're all in the morgue. Problems are a sign of life. If you don't have them, you're probably not living. Things happen, stuff happens, and we just deal with it as we go, which I love. And I love that revelation. Yes, which builds perfectly on this idea of just choose the next action, make it happen, and then you can decide on the next one afterwards based on what you've learned from that. Because it's that learning that helps you make the progress. So based on that, 
if we had to look at your project right now, the project is launch the Mandy 9 Kickstarter, let's get going. What's the next action? What's the one simple thing that will help us make progress? Well, you know what, as you said, like doing all the women in horror stuff and all the promotion in the world, it doesn't really matter if the comic's not ready, right? So that's got to be the next step. And like I said, I have four pages inked. They need some work. So my step today is to look at all my pages and fix the inking, just fix the inking. That's coloring tomorrow down the road, doesn't matter. But if I can get all those four pages looking nice today, I would feel comfortable even putting them on the Kickstarter as is. Like, so that's that's what's most important right now. Like, what's the most important part of getting comic lunched? Finishing the comic. Like, well, that's so crazy. But there we go. <laughs> well, finishing the sample of the comic that yes. will then sell the actual thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just to sort of have a look at that, that in itself is a project, Jamie, not a next action. What's the actual next action? I screwed up again. <laughs> it's another project. Okay. No, you didn't <laughs> screw up. You didn't screw up. This is natural. You've decided on a big thing that you want to do today, and it's natural to do that. This this way of thinking actually takes some time to get into with, uh, okay, what is the actual next action? Because finishing all inking on four pages, that's a project. That's a project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the next action? Okay. So do, like how incremental do we get? Is it like sit down in front of my computer, open up the file. Like how incremental do we, do we go? Well, I think it's just, is it start on image one? Is it okay. work on inking of image one? Is All that right. a next action? Cause your computer is ready. You're ready. All you need to do is sit down and start on number one. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. So yeah, I just have to open the file and give it a look over and be like, is this good enough to start coloring or should I fix the inking? Should I fix it? So that, that's good. Start with one. Next step. Perfect. Yes. And how far down can we go? Like how, how many steps are we allowed to do? Can I say after that, page two, or is that like too far? <laughs> well, no, like the obvious thing is if you've had fun doing page one, do page two. And then you can go, well, okay, I want to do that. I'm excited to do that. If you've done page one and you need a break, you want to go for your walk, you want to go and do the grocery shopping, that's fine. You can change. And then you'll come back and you know the next step is page two and you'll start on that. And it's fairly logical, easy bit to work through and do that because you know what the next steps are. But you don't need to write them all down or decide. Like You know what to do. And you can just trust Jamie that she knows the next step. She knows what to do. If you're excited, see, this is the bit. When I look at a project like Complete, I'm just launching the brand new alandonigan.com. I'm very excited. It's a new website. It's got new graphics. It has far too many pictures of me for my liking, but that's okay. When I was thinking build website, I actually found it hard each day to sit down and start but when it was, okay, you just need to write the introduction. That's it. It's like, okay, I can sit down, I can open my computer and I can write the introduction. And then what I found was when I opened the editor, I use Weebly to edit my websites. When I opened the editor and I wrote down the introduction, I looked at the next bit and went, oh, I can just fix this whilst I'm here. And then I went, oh, I can just fix this when I was here. And then all of a sudden, 25 minutes later, I've done the homepage. But it was really easy to start because it was a simple next action. And then that just flowed through a bunch of them. Then I stopped and then I have to decide, well, next time I come back, what's the one thing I'm going to do to get going? 
And that makes it far easier to start on that one item. And I'm definitely not saying you don't have to flow through. If you're excited and you've got energy, go for it, Jamie, like dive straight through. And you might find that starting on one, you get to like page eight by the end of the day and you've done the whole, the whole thing you needed to. And then you go, what's next? Because you're feeling hungry. The key here is that you manage to get started on that critical next action, the tiny thing, and then flow from there. And you will figure it out as you go, because we trust you are a smart cookie. And everyone listening this, just start on the minuscule next action and then trust you are a smart cookie and you will know what to do next. So that's kind of how I do it. And it's helped me to make so much progress on my website and to get it out there to the world, which I'm actually quite proud of because season two of the podcast launches in two days. Oh my God. Um, and it's so exciting. very exciting at the moment. It's very exciting. Can't wait. I know. Can't wait. Talk about a big project. Yeah. I'm excited to have you on <laughs> Does my that walks make sense with me about again. next action? Yes. Yes. I know. <laughs> well, one day we'll do a walk in real life. That would be amazing. Preferably in the warm, not minus 15. Yeah. Sorry. It's sort of shitty here right now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll pick a, a warmer climate for sure. <laughs> so that today is a really easy, at some point today, start on the inking for panel one and just start there and see how far you get. And then it's a very relaxed, that's my next action. And what you'll find is every day you will start to make progress on the most important thing. And then you will just flow through a bunch of tasks and you'll feel happy you've made progress. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Cool. So what are the key things we need to talk about today to help free you up to make progress before the next time we talk? Okay. I find most of my productivity gets done on the weekend. And that's because like I wake up, I journal for 30 minutes. I work out. I usually take a walk because I kind of split my walks up and then I work and I work like nine to six. It's a very long day. It's, it's creative work. So my brain has been creative all day. Then like at six, if I, I usually do my second walk, cause I like I work from home, right? Cause COVID. So I need, first of all, I need to walk because uh, of the brain, because of calories burning them. Yes. And also like just to get away from my computer, right? Because I was just spent all day on it. So then it's seven and then I'm like, fuck, like <laughs> I'm really tired. And I go to bed around like nine thirty nine. You know, usually I'm up reading my Kindle, you know, so as it falls in my face, but I only have like two hours at night to like do stuff, if that. And then we didn't even put in like cooking and eating because I eat very healthy. So it's not like I can just put a frozen dinner in, in the oven. So I do meal prep because mm. I'm obsessed with fitness. So I do meal prep and that actually helps like with my productivity too, to kind of do all the cooking on a Sunday and then have it, you know, but usually by midweek, you kind of have to start cooking again. But cutting vegetables is really long. Like anyone out there who's healthy in the audience is like, oh God, cutting vegetables. It's like the longest thing. So <laughs> like the, the point is, and like something has to give, like something has to give. And I know I've said I, I've cut out watching shows. Like, I mean, I'm not I, on the weekend. I don't watch shows, but I'll, every once in a while I'll watch like half a horror movie because I can't like finish a whole one uh, with all the work. And then again, falling asleep at 930. But I feel like something's got to give. Or do I just say, you know what, like, I'm only going to have an hour every weekday. Like, just don't worry about it. Just do like only in the weekday, do small tasks and on the weekends do the creative work. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to, how to organize my brain and my time in that way. I think you spend a lot of time thinking about how to do things, Jamie. Yes. And that's what needs to give is stop thinking about it and start just doing it. 
and then you will create more space by less thinking and more doing. And I think, as you've said, you have a bunch of thoughts that churn through your head. And the more those churn through your head, the less you'll make progress and the less time you actually have for doing what you really want to do. So I would ask your brain very kindly to stop chattering and start doing, because then we'll have more time for the good stuff that you actually want to do in the evenings. Yeah, I hope my brain is listening right now uh, to that because <laughs> <laughs> definitely a problem. Yeah, I mean, we took like we started the call with like I didn't know whether to work out, go for a walk, you know, and I had to just get my pants on and leave the house. Like I couldn't even figure out whether to go get groceries or work out first. Like this is the, this is happening in my brain all the time. So yeah, because then I'm like, well, if I make a list, then I'll just follow the list, and then I won't have to worry. But I guess that's not working, right? Otherwise, everything on my list would have been done. Exactly, exactly. So did I give you the two hill analogy? Yes, yes. And uh, you can tell it again because uh, like, it's, I probably need to hear it. Let's hear it again. Well, you've got your two hills. You've got buy groceries and you've got go to gym. And your brain is going, which one should I do first? What is the right, in quotations, answer? And the interesting thing is there is no right answer. Just pick a hill and run up it. And by the time you've done it and got back down, and you could have had the other one done. And sounds like current Jamie is still sat there thinking about which hill to do first. Whereas Jamie, who just does stuff, will have done at least one hill or got halfway up by the time other Jamie makes a decision and creates a list and writes down all of the order. So I would want current Jamie just to run up a hill because it doesn't actually matter which one you do first because you'll make progress. You'll feel good. And the more time you spend writing lists and thinking about what to do, the less time you actually spend making progress and doing. And my current, you know, if we had current Alan sort of diagnosis of what Jamie spends her time doing, it's writing lists and thinking about what's the right answer rather than doing. And I'd love you to do an experiment over the next week for me, which is, I want you to ask yourself the question the night before, what's the one thing I need to do tomorrow to make progress on my Mandy nine project and listen to your inner voice, not the critical one that has a go at you all the time. The actual one is you. And maybe it's somewhere in your stomach, maybe it's somewhere in your heart, who knows where it is, but you'll get this feeling or this voice that says, this is the one thing to do. And I would like you to trust yourself that that's the one thing, not make any more lists, not do anything else, and just start on that one thing and have a go at it each day and make progress. And just for a week, avoid over-analyzing and over-planning and just do the one thing and just run up a hill. Doesn't really matter which, just have fun, pick a hill, go for it. And let's see what happens when we chat again next week. Okay. I can do this experiment. This sounds actually like I took a deep breath. I'm like, yeah, imagine just moving forward and not overthinking. Ah, wouldn't that be so nice? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think you've done more planning for this project already than anyone else ever would have done. So I think- yeah. I would want you to trust that you've planned and thought it through really well, because I do, having seen your emails, you've already done this. Now you just need to relax, take a breath and just do something. Okay, let's do this experiment. I'm in. Just the next Perfect. step. Perfect.
Yeah. I got to turn off that critical brain. That's like, actually all your art sucks. So just stop. <laughs> that's like, just get, <laughs> just get out of there. You. Yep. Yep. Uh, the words to use for that voice are shut the fuck up. Yes, uh, and then that. just start on the next item. Yeah. I think it worked. Like we did our little like role play and honestly, like that voice hasn't been there like at all. So every time it comes in, I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. So it totally has been working. <laughs> totally has been working. Yes. I love that. I love that. And the more we can calm and get rid of that critic, the more you'll be relaxed and able just to make progress on what you're doing, which is some of the biggest parts of this. So it sounds like we have a plan. I don't actually want to do any more on thinking forwards because I think you know what to do. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just take the next step and start making progress, Jamie. That's it. Deal. Deal. Excellent. Cool. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, for sharing your thoughts and ideas. And it is so valuable to be able to go through these thoughts and ideas because it's the same thing we always, we all have. We all have these issues. It's just, we don't often talk about them. And actually the biggest thing in entrepreneurship is enabling yourself to calmly make progress and deal with the inner critic and the thoughts and the anxiety, because we all have them. I've had them. I still have them. I've got the podcast launch on Monday for season two and like, I'm not ready. And these things are happening. And ah, and you'll never know that when you actually listen to the thing, but I have the same insecurities, the same problems. I just have to work on putting them aside, working out the next action, which the next action for me on the podcast is to get the thumbnail cover art for episode one done. And if I can do that, then I'm on to the next stage. And we all have the same anxieties and the problems. Let's just keep making progress together. Thank you for listening, Jamie. Thank you for coming on the show. And yeah, this has been fun. Thank you, Alan. As usual, amazing. You can have any life you want to. Choose to build something cool. Choose to take action. Choose to work to make your dreams become reality. Stand out. Be different. Be yourself. Be a rebel entrepreneur.